So we're gonna start out with announcements. And I'm gonna go ahead and give you a lot of, of changes that are happening. There's a lot. So next Tuesday, this coming Tuesday is the 18th, June the 18th, we are going to have in-person Bible study that day. There's a couple of formats I wanna use and we'll test the formats before we set one in stone. This week we're gonna use uh, the uh, Upper Room uh, devotional book. There's uh, discussion group discussion questions that are within the Upper Room. So that's one of the formats that we'll try this week. I have also purchased, I don't remember which microphone is which. It's this one. I'm going to hold the microphone to my mouth so the cars can hear me. The other option that I purchased is I am getting a few of the Jesus Calling notebooks. So it's a, a Jesus Calling book that was so big a, a while ago. And there's a note section in it, and it also comes with questions. So I, I bought quite a few. So if you come and try that out, you'll also get a free book. So uh, that's the other uh, thing that I want to use to try to use for the Wednesday group. So that's Wednesday at 10 o'clock outside. There's one more part of that announcement, but I'm going to make it a part of a bigger one. All right, the next part is Wednesday. Uh, normally on Tuesday mornings, we had the prayer, prayer time at 10 o'clock. That's moving to Wednesday at 10 o'clock, and that will stay on Zoom because we've got dear friends like our, our friend Stephen that likes to participate, has the inability to physically get here. So we're going to keep it so that Stephen can have prayer time and others can have it. So that will be Wednesdays at 10 o'clock. Okay, Nancy. 10 o'clock on Tuesday, 10 o'clock on Wednesday. Oh, all of them's 10 o'clock. The 19th. Tuesday the 18th is the Bible study, and Wednesday the 19th is the prayer Zoom. Okay. The next announcement. And this is the, this is the long one. If you get frustrated with me, God bless. <laughs> I also heard the letter from the CDC. I heard it too. We're all excited at CDC's lightning mask restrictions. Here's two people that haven't. Here's three people that haven't. The San Diego County has not. The Bishop has not. Drew Davis has not. For our gatherings, until the time being, until that the vaccines are really spread out and we know, we're going to wear masks. Here's why. Here's something I don't want to do every week. Show me your vaccine card. I don't want to do that every week. So you can wear a thin piece of cloth over your face, or I can become very exhausted every Sunday and tired saying the phrase, show me your vaccine card. And that will weigh on the sermon. So please wear a mask until that the bishop says no more mask. And, and I'll share with you, I'm excited. And I will be excited to not wear my mask. And it'll add so many things back when we don't have to wear a mask. But right now, San Diego County, the bishop, 
Drew Davis, please wear your mask, and then we'll get there. Okay? All right. So, but what's the fun stuff that's still happening while we're wearing a mask? I want you to write on your calendars June 5th, Saturday, June 5th. Well, I'm going to set a TV up in here, and you can listen to me very closely. Please hear this. You can bring food for yourself. You bring your own food. And we are going to watch a movie that day as a community event. That's still a part of the bishop's protocols, too. We can't have shared food. But you can bring your own food. So June 5th, 2 o'clock, we're going to be here and watch a movie. The movie is called When in Doubt, Do Something. It's a biography about my hero, Harry Chapin. And the uh, a mission for that is an item for the Got Your Backs food bank. So that'll be June 5th at 2 o'clock. Okay. Now there's another thing, and I will have this date and time set hopefully next Wednesday when I go on this visit. Unfortunately, in this time, our dear friend Jim Coffin has passed away. And uh, his wife, Maggie, and I have been in conversation. And here's other stuff that we can do. We can have worship services outside social distance with masks on. And I consider memorial service a worship service. So as soon as I get the day and the time set, Maggie and I have been talking. And we will have an outdoor memorial service for Jim Coffin. And if, if you're wondering, because we've had so many friends pass away during the COVID time, yes, I have reached out to everybody I know to share that option with them too. Because we have waited due diligently a very long time to honor these dear friends and these dear souls. And amen. Yeah, so we are at that point now too. I want you to remember, because I'll share with you, I, I want to be inside with Jen playing music and everything normal and hugging and everything. And the reason that we hold these things isn't to punish people. It's to make sure we get back in there. So let's be in prayer. Precious God, thank you for your presence and your guidance. We thank you for the cautions that we take even though at times may feel extreme. But precious God, we know the overall goal is the care for the community. Please be with us, and we thank you for all the small steps that are becoming the bigger ones. Amen. All right. If you can see the screen and I'm not standing in front of it, Nancy, can you see it? All right. Let's join together in our call to worship. If you're in your cars, uh, the, the phones, maybe Raquel has handed out some bulletins, I'm not sure. Let's join together. Are you ready to be fed with God's love? Are you ready to be clothed with power from on high? Look to Christ who calls us to wait and be ready. Precious God, please join us as we are ready now to follow you. Guide us. Open our hearts today. Amen. There was one announcement that I forgot. If you are a part of finance, Wednesday, Wednesday at 4 o'clock is finance, and Larry has sent out the Zoom link for that. All right, let's join together in singing.
You know how chords magically wrap themselves into themselves on their own? <sighs> All right, Burtons, you ready? It's children's time. We're going to play a game real quick, and it's okay. I need you to come and stand right over here where I can see you really clear, right in front of that wall. We're going to play a game of Simon Says. Are you ready? All right. Simon Says, touch your head. Simon says, touch your elbows. Simon says, touch your nose. Simon says, touch your hips. Simon says, touch your ears. Simon says, touch your eyebrows. Simon says, touch your knees. Simon says, touch your toes. Simon says, touch your forehead. Simon says, touch your back. Jump. Got one of you. Got one. Let's do one more, okay? Simon says, spin around. Simon says, stand on one foot. Simon did not say stop spinning around. <laughs> you can go and, and sit down. But I want us to think about that. There's a lot that Jesus calls us to do, and sometimes we're trying to figure out if we're doing the right thing, and sometimes we're trying to figure out if the information we're getting is tricking us, and sometimes we're just trying to do the best we can to pay attention, and we might mess up, but we get another opportunity to do it, as long as we pay attention. Today, the scripture we're going to have in our sermon is about Peter paying attention and finding out where grace goes. So sometimes in our lives, we feel like we're doing our best, <laughs> and the conditions change, and we wonder if we made the right decision or not. But we get there, and sometimes we have to step forward in faith, and we just have to keep hearing God say, give it a try. Give it a try. And sometimes it's as easy as Simon says. 
And sometimes it may not be easy because we don't always hear. But thankfully, even when the conditions change, we still have new and exciting opportunities to keep trying. So let's join together in prayer. Precious God, thank you for the way you guide us. Thank you for the way you instruct us. And thank you for being so present that at times we need to stop and listen. And even when it's raining, we can still hear the birds sing. In your son's precious name I pray. Amen.
as we move into our time of prayer today, there's so many different prayer needs to go through. I'm going to go line by line before I read them to make sure I don't forget anyone. Today, as we come together in prayer, we ask that you continue to hold prayers for Tad, who is Crystal Chamberlain's brother, who is continuing uh, treatments and is going back to receiving chemotherapy. So prayers for Tad. We continue to hold out prayers for Julianne Bradford's friend, Donna, who is dealing with different health issues and needs of pain management. We continue to hold out prayers for MJ's sister, who is going through chemotherapy and is dealing with reactions from that chemotherapy. We hold out prayers today for Rita, who was an active member of the church, um, and uh, she had passed away. Uh, she was an active member of the church with her daughter until 2017. We hold out prayers for William, who is a friend of uh, Chaplain Larry Taylor, and we pray for the loss of uh, William's son. We also hold out prayers for uh, Mario Nera, who is dealing with vertigo issues, so prayers of stability and strength. We continue to hold out prayers for Amy, who is a cousin of Mike Castoro, who is dealing with health concerns. We hold out prayers today for Kay Healy, who is currently in the hospital. She had uh, fall issues and has discovered that she had a brain infection. So if we could please continue to be in prayers for uh, Kay. We also hold out prayers for Ron, who is the cousin of Marie Fisher who is uh, dealing with a journey with pancreatic cancer. And we also hold out prayers for Benny, who is a five-year-old student of the daughter of Ma uh, Mike and Mary Lou Castoro, who is a five-year-old young man dealing with cancer. We hold out prayers for Ron Jack. Sandra, yes. Okay, cancer is terrible. We continue to hold out prayers for Les and Jean's daughter, also on a cancer journey, as well as Larry and Kathy Hatter's brother, brother-in-law, on a journey with cancer as well. Let's move into a place of personal prayer for these prayer concerns. Most high God, as Christ ascended into the heavens, may our hearts ascend to you. Open our eyes to the power of your spirit that we may strive for more than the pedestrian ways of this world. Open our lives to the fullness of your power that we might be clothed with power from on high. Help us, with, help us wait patiently for the baptism of your spirit, that we may be found worthy of your great gifts. And as we continue in our attitude of prayer, we move together in celebrating the prayer that Christ taught us. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
As we continue on our time of worship and prayer together, yesterday was Armed Forces Day. And one of the things I wanted to share, and I, I did not forget this at prayer time, I wanted to do it very specifically on its own. I wanted it to stand out. We've got dear families like the Burtons here that, that sacrifice family time as, as dad goes away to protect everyone. We've got dear friends like Les and Mike and anybody else that I may or may not know that have served in the armed forces, forces that there's so much blessings that come from their work, including us being able to publicly stand together and profess our faith with freedom of speech. So today, let's hold a, a moment of special prayer as yesterday was Armed Forces Day. Precious God, thank you for those who dedicate in very unique ways, those who serve in very unique ways, and those who create opportunities that we all benefit from. Precious God, bless the families and bless the servants. Amen. Let's join together in our prayer of affirmation as we wait empty for the Spirit to arrive. Fill us with the Holy Spirit's mercy and love, and Christ clothes us with power from on high. Amen. We're going to have two scriptures today. Our first scripture comes from the New Testament book of Acts, chapter 10, verses 44 through 48. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on, out even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, Can anyone withhold the water for baptism? These people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And then they invited them to stay for several days. Our second reading continues in the book of Acts, chapter 16, verses 6 through 12. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the time or date the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and at the end of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and the clouds hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood before them. Men of Galilee, they said, Why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who had been taken from you into the heavens will come back in the same way that you have seen him go into the heavens. Matthias chosen to replace Judas. Then the, then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, and the Sabbath days walk from the city. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. 
Precious God, be with us today as we celebrate your word. Guide us and support us, Lord. Amen. Now, I got nervous when I started reading about the waters being poured down. For those of you braving the elements here on the patio, God bless. For the sane people in their cars with the heaters on, I'm jealous. But thank you for all being here and being here together as we celebrate through this word. I want to share with you a little bit about the song that played a moment ago, God of the City. It's a Chris Tomlin song. I really like it. I want to share with you the first time I heard it. We used to go on these mission trips when I was a youth director with the Sierra Service Project. And if you don't know what the Sierra Service Project is, it's a, it's a group that works with Native American uh, reservations throughout the Southwest. And we go and uh, communities uh, do housing, painting. I've built wheelchair chair ramps. I've repaired roofs. Don't ask me to do it for you because I don't remember how. But I've had all these many different shared experiences going to different places away from my comfort area to care for other people's needs. Over the years, SSP has also uh, added in urban sites like in Los Angeles. And it was a year that we went to SSP LA and I'm standing there at the observatory looking out on the Los Angeles skyline with all the lights flickering and you can see the, the street grids and everything because of how the lights are playing. And one of the group leaders had his guitar out and he started playing God of the City. I want you to hold on to that image. It's, it's on Google and they sell postcards with it. That image of that Los Angeles lights almost feeling like God looking over the world. And hearing the words of the song that you heard me try to sing. The idea of a God that is above all, the God of a city that is looking over all and caring for all and giving all a place to be cared for and all a place of service. I want you to think about that song today as we deal with this scripture because the lectionary today wanted me to talk about the Holy Spirit descending to the Gentiles. Today is also Ascension Sunday. And I find a deep blessing in the reality that I am using both of these scriptures today because there comes a reality that when we know that the Holy Spirit can and will descend on anyone, touch anyone, restore anyone, there becomes a new blessed promise of what our responsibilities are as Christ ascends into heaven. And in other scripture, as they talk about the ascension of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ utters the phrase, do not be dismayed, because if I do not go away, the one who follows me cannot come. I want you to think about that phrasing today. Unless that I go away, the one who follows me cannot come. Next weekend, I'm really hoping it's not raining, because next weekend is Pentecost. 
And next weekend is the descending of the Holy Spirit, the entire world, people in the upper room speaking tongues, and I get to read my favorite Bible verse out of Acts chapter 2, where it's shouted out that they cannot be as drunk as you think there are. It's only 9.30 in the morning. I will show you that scripture. It's in the Bible. But it's a proclamation of the Holy Spirit coming into the world. And a proclamation of the Holy Spirit filling hearts. And a proclamation of the Holy Spirit giving people words to say and motivation to go forth and to share them. I want us to think about that today as we still hear the words of God of this city playing in our hearts. And we hear the scripture talking about how that the Holy Spirit will fall on anyone. I want you all to know that you have a place in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And so frequently I've been in conversations, and one of the conversations I have, and I have it with this person very frequently because it's me that I have this conversation with, is when I have the conversation with myself and with others, I am not worthy to be the person to do this. I don't have the gift to step forward and to try this. I am not equipped and I'm not ready. I share that conversation as other people share it with me, and I share it with myself. Even the preacher man deals with doubts. But I want us to all think about what Peter realizes in this scripture. The Holy Spirit will fall on everyone. Sometimes we need to step out of our own ways to realize it. Sometimes we need to set our own personal baggage at the feet of Jesus Christ to take care of it. And sometimes we need to step forth boldly and say the scary things to go to the places where we're uncomfortable and to say that Jesus Christ is real and caring in ways that we never dreamed of before. I want us to think about Jesus Christ's phrase before the ascension as he shares, unless that I step away, the one who follows me cannot come. We celebrate that with the reality of Pentecost coming next week as Jesus Christ talking about the Holy Spirit, and that is true. But I want you to look at this phrasing through a different set of eyes, and I want you to realize what the disciples had to immediately deal with that we deal with daily as we are the hands and feet of Christ, even when we're worried about what might fall on us. This week, I had a very special revelation go through my heart, is without Jesus Christ stepping aside, I can't step forward. I want you to think about the reality of how charismatic Jesus Christ was. Now, I'm going to say something that may offend someone, and I want you to know I don't believe the next thing I'm going to say because I am a pastor in the gospel of Jesus Christ, so... I openly profess that I believe that Jesus Christ truly was the Savior and the Redeemer of the world. But I will share with you that even if Jesus Christ was just a guy that traveled around for three years and talked to people, he was so um, visibly charismatic 
that he created a change that we're still talking about today. We've seen that in the lives of Dr. King, who went out and made change, but Dr. King did that with television cameras and news reporters. Jesus Christ, living and existing in a time of the oral tradition, didn't have the visual documentarian following him around. And for us to still talk about Christ today, even if he was just a person who preached for three years, he was so charismatic that we are still talking about Jesus Christ. Let's think about that reality of someone being so charismatic that sometimes people step out of the way so that person can take care of everything. I'll share with you, being a pastor, if I was the associate pastor for Reverend Billy Graham, I would make sure that I never preached a sermon. Because he had the words, he had the spirit, he had the charisma of the Holy Spirit to touch souls. And I would make sure that I never preached a sermon if I followed Billy Graham. Let's think about that in the concept of the disciples and what it means for Jesus Christ to rise up so that the disciples have to step forward. We become the images of the Holy Spirit. We are blessed with the words to share as Peter discovered that all received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ, in his own words in Matthew 28, shares for us to go into all nations and to baptize all people in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus Christ knew that as we began to find our places stepping forward, the gospel and the ministry and the reality of salvation would grow that one day we are sitting in the rain in Oceanside, California, and we are talking about a man that lived thousands of years ago who came and changed the world. I want us to hold on to that reality because we are called to step outside of ourselves and do some brave and bold things. More brave and bold than preaching in the rain. The SSP that I went to was a testament of this because us going to Los Angeles was the first time that we didn't go to a secluded Native American reservation, but we walked up and down Skid Row and gave out water. We pushed ourselves to be in a very new, uncomfortable place to step forward and be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ for people in need of that. And we had to step away from our place of comfort so that we could step forward and serve in a new and exciting setting. There comes a place where we have to sit in the comfort and receive the shower of blessings that Jesus Christ can provide. We need to have the realization that Peter had that those showers of blessings are for one and all, even if you think that you're not worthy, you are. And as we sit in the showers of blessings, as we celebrate all that Jesus Christ is willing to give, even if we try to get away from it, it's, it's going to get us. <laughs> 
And when we find our place, when it finds us, what newness and freedom comes with all of that. Today, as we sit in the rain, as we celebrate that Jesus Christ is sitting next to his Father in heaven, as we celebrate the reality that Peter discovered, that the waters of Christ's blessings will reach us all. I want you to remember one true thing. You can't stop the waters from getting you. There's nothing that you have done that will stop them from getting you. And you might have to buy a new sports jacket at the end of the day, but there's still blessings in it all that the waters are reaching out for you and you deserve them because of what Jesus Christ has done. Let's join together in prayer. Precious God, thank you for your waters of love, the blessings that stream down from your heavens. We are blessed that they reach us through your spirit. We're blessed that they equip us to serve you. And we are blessed that we have the honor of being your hands and feet. Continue to be with us, Lord. In your son's precious name I pray. Amen. As we move into our time and celebration of communion, I want us all to remember that just as the table of grace, the waters of grace can pour for everyone, the table of grace is open for one and all. In the United Methodist Church, we serve an open table. And what that means is, even if this is your first time in a church, you're welcome. Even if you had a bad day yesterday, you're welcome. Even if that little voice in your head says you're not worthy, you're worthy. And today as we celebrate these blessings, we celebrate the fact that the waters of Christ's love pour freely and they pour for you. On the night in which Christ gave himself up for us, as they celebrate the feast of Passover, Christ took the bread. He raised the bread. He shared it to those around him and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. As often as you eat it, do it in remembrance of me. And on that evening, they took the cup. And Christ raised the cup, and he shared it with those around him and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is the cup of my covenant for you, flowing freely. As often as you drink it, do it in remembrance of me. Precious God, today as we celebrate these gifts of bread and cup, we ask them to be as your body and blood for us. As we celebrate the mystery of faith that Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. Precious God, as we sit here in the showers of your love, remind us of your grace. Amen. Please receive the gifts of Jesus Christ. Bread of the world, bless these gifts that they may be love and nourishment for your precious creation. Bless our lives and our endeavors in your name that we may bring love and nourishment wherever we journey. Amen. Let's join together in a celebration of the promise. If we find our place 
and the blessings of the showers of God's love, it can be well with our soul. My favorite time I heard that song, I was 14 years old at Cornerstone Baptist Church in Martinsville, Virginia. And I realized that Jesus Christ rose up so I could step forward and say he was mine. I cry every time I hear that song. It's a wonderful day. Let's join together in our closing benediction. Here and now, we are Christ's hands and feet walking up on this earth, serving wherever we are and sharing love in all that we do. We go now to be Christ's hands and feet empowered by God's Holy Spirit. Amen. Be safe. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you as you drive home safely in the rain.
and thank you for being here to celebrate God's presence. Amen. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.